Welcome back to This Wedded Mess, because life requires a lot of paper towels. This is Trish, and I will be your guide through the mess today. (laughs) This is episode five of season two, and as always, we appreciate you listening. Subscribe so you don't miss any episodes, and you can also keep up with us on the Facebook and the Instagram. How the heck are you, mess heads? <laughs> okay, let me clarify. I was thinking of, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here, but I'm thinking of in the future, if people start, you know, following the podcast or whatever, and it's like teams and artists and all these people, they have like a nickname for their fans. So I was like, well, what could my fans be called? Taylor Swift's fans or Swifties and Lady Gaga's fans are little monsters and, you know, just stuff like that. And so I was thinking, well, this wedded mess could have mess heads because it's kind of like bedhead, which is messy. And it's kind of like, you know, this wedded mess explains itself. I was like, that is really catchy. What? That sounds so familiar for some reason. And then I remembered that it sounds like meth heads. And that's what I'm used to hearing with the meh and then the heads. And just that middle is different. And then it felt kind of awkward. So I don't know. Can we get a vote? If anyone is listening, can we get a vote, please? I'd love to (laughs) hear the general consensus on that. But uh, that's how I spend my day. That's what I think about. (laughs) Oh, boy. How was your Halloween? I don't know how mine's been yet. Because, see, okay, this will come out on November 3rd, which is Election Day. That's all in itself am I right uh but I'm recording this today's Thursday so it's the Thursday before Halloween so I don't know how my Halloween has been yet we're just gonna assume that my kids had a great time lots of fun all around and the spider webs in my house that are always up were very seasonal looking that day so it was good speaking of election day who are you voting for no I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding But do please go out and vote. That is very important. I'm honestly afraid of the line. I mean, the turnout this year, it's a great thing. Like, turnout's been incredible. Early voting, like, shot through the roof. I'm just not sure how long the whole thing's going to take. Kind of concerned. Should I bring a snack? Should I bring a chair? I don't know. I don't know. So, um, I don't think we're going to be finding out who won the election for weeks. I could be wrong. I often am, but not really. I think it I think it's gonna take weeks. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, listen to what I did. Erk alert. Erk alert. This is an Erk alert. <laughs> Isn't I did that all by myself. I created it. I I loaded it. I edited it. I programmed it all by myself pretty excited. And I have another one too, but you'll have to wait for that one. So Erk Alert is a new segment I want to start doing now and then. One of the things that I wanted to talk about today really fit into this Erk Alert and allowed me to play it for you, which I'm super excited about. So we're just going to go with that. Okay. Okay. So you know how Jeff Foxworthy and his infamous, you might be a redneck if, okay, I made my own. Okay. And it's called you might be a moron in carpool if, okay? 
Okay, you ready to play? Okay, let's play. Because carpool got me excited. Carpool, I'm very passionate. The nice way of saying it fills me with rage. And I, I know so many people all across this land feel the pain. It is, it is not for the weak. I think in some schools it's kind of chill. Not mine. Uh, our carpool line, it's literally over a mile long. People get crazy. I don't know what's wrong with them, but they don't get it. This year, finally, and I'm surprised it took so long, quite frankly, we've had some police officers actually having to come and monitor the cutting situation at the hot spots where people like to cut. Are you kidding me? Yeah, for real. And I was so appreciative. I rolled down my window. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, where have you been all my life? Let's make this a staple because, you know, they clean up their act for, you know, a week or so. And then word gets out, hey, they're not there anymore. And bam, we're back to square one. All right. So let's get into this. You might be a moron in carpool if you block driveways and streets. Now, I'm talking about business driveways, entrances and exits to businesses. Are you kidding me? There are several spots along our carpool route where another road will fork off and people block that up. I mean, they're sitting there for 10 minutes and they don't expect anybody to need through there during this whole time. How rude. You're a moron. Speaking of driveways, you might be a moron in carpool if you try to cut at a driveway. If I'm doing the right thing and I'm staying back because if I were to move forward, I would be blocking that driveway and you take that opportunity to slide in, shame on you. And I will shake my head hoping you see me in your rear view. But you know what? You won't because you're probably on your stinking phone. Okay. Like I said, I get a little passionate. You're a moron. You might be a carpool moron if you allow cutters in. Now, we all know where the hot spots are, where they like to do their crime. And some of y'all actually stop and let them in. And I'm going to tell you something. Everybody behind you, we think you are a moron. Also, our school, because carpool is such a dumpster fire, sells fast passes. These things, okay, so you can buy one of these and skip the line, right? And there's only like a few of them, you know, to go around. So it's very limited, but they sell for like $250. What? I mean, I complain about carpool, but ain't no way I'm paying 300 bucks to come get my kids from school quicker. Because the wait is fine. I have plenty to do. I can fill my time, okay? I can listen to podcasts. I can do whatever. But... It's all these morons that make it intolerable. People are ruthless. It's like the Hunger Games in carpool. I mean, this is not a line to get the new iPhone. This is a line to pick up our children from an educational facility. We all have to do it. We all need to follow the same rules. And you know, I I feel so bad for the teachers who are out there doing carpool because generally, I mean, they're just helping the kids in and out and making sure nobody gets run over. But I mean, teachers are literally directing traffic at this point. I mean, they, they it's like they have their those lights, you know, they're like air traffic control and they're like, here, here. So teachers are now out there pointing at certain cars and telling them exactly where to go because the adults 
can't go, oh, well, it would suck to have to go around a little bit, you know, out of my way, but I'm just going to go move over because I'm holding up the line if I sit my butt right here. It's common courtesy, guys. Ugh. You also might be a carpool moron if your kids are getting out on the opposite side of the car or if they are not ready. I'm going to tell you something. When we turn into that little loop-de-loo, it's seatbelts off, get in position, kids. We're on it. We're ready. It's, it's a thing. <sighs> but so many, so many morons do not have that courtesy. And don't get me started on the ones that walk them out. They get out and they let their child, their own child out and then attempt to literally walk them up. Are you frigging kidding me? Here's the other thing. You know, for an effective car line, everybody needs to move all the way up. You get about 12 cars there. Everybody opens the door at the same time. Children come out, close the door, move on. I mean, that sounds like a really efficient system, right? No, we get the people who want to stop at the very first spot and let their kid out. Meanwhile, there's an acre of no cars getting children out because of your self-centered moronic butt. And lastly, you might be a carpool moron if whichever lane you're in, if you're in the right lane and you turn left, you suck. If you're in the left lane and you turn right, how dare you? Now, see, because <laughs> now you're going to sideswipe me and there's children crossing right here at this point. It is, <clears throat> it does not give me much faith in humanity. I'll just say that. Oof. So don't be a moron in carpool. And if you're a moron in carpool, just know everybody knows it and you can, I don't have quick comebacks. I'm just bad at it. I'm not a mean person. I have this podcast marked as explicit because just in case I let something slip one day and I decide to keep it in there. But so it's hard for me to express my anger. If there's anything I'm a Karen about in life, it is carpool. I'm shaking my finger and swinging my hips and rolling my neck and my eyes are fluttering. I mean, I'm a mess. I must look like I'm having a fit. So guys, can we please not be morons in carpool? And if you are, the rules don't apply to me. <laughs> Give me a break. That's enough. This has been your Urk Alert. Urk Alert. This is an Urk Alert. <laughs> I love it. Oh, you know what? I have to go ahead and play the other one for you now because I just remembered I don't have a... Uh, little spiel on this to do today so you won't hear it unless I play it for you right now so let's go you may be young now but 40 gonna get ya yeah when I talk about being old and how fun that is that that's my intro again I'm pretty proud so can we talk about the bachelorette for a second I haven't watched a season of the bachelor or bachelorette in probably well over a decade like I have fallen out of it but one of the podcasters I listen to, he talks about it sometimes, and I'm like, well, I'll check it out. So I started watching The Bachelorette this season. It's the 39-year-old, I don't even remember what her name is, but she's a piece of work, okay? So she's the oldest Bachelorette they've had thus far, and one guy's already blown up on her and called her, and like, you're an old hag. <laughs> it was kind of funny. But anyway, this gal, she was, as they do, 
she had already been on The Bachelor and she got dumped and this is her redemption, right? So she, (laughs) so here it is. She gets these 31 guys first night. She's meeting and greeting and this one guy gets out and she's like, oh my gosh, I think I just met my husband. (gasps) So she's crushing on one guy in particular right off the bat, which is fine. I mean, that's fine. Cool. Okay. I totally believe in that, you know, spark and stuff. Great. Well, we're three episodes in now, which is six hours, y'all. And the entire time, she is focused on this one guy. So she sets up this group date, and there's a day part and a night part to it. Well, she cancels the day part of it. Meanwhile, all these guys are just waiting around. I mean, what else do they have to do? They are there to date her. That is all they have to do. So she just cancels it on him. So then they do the night part of the date. She ends up taking her crush off and they go off for like an hour alone. There's like eight other guys sitting out in the group. She's supposed to be getting to know and all this, having conversations with. They're over in her suite for an hour making out. Okay, rude. She tells the crew or whatever. She's like, "Uh, yeah, can we just hurry the rest of the night along? Because like, I'm, I'm tired. Okay, you're selfish. Another guy tries to talk to her. Okay, let's go talk. They're together five minutes. Another guy comes through, which is expected on The Bachelor. Cool. Okay. Like two guys do this. Homeboy, crush boy comes back and she invites him over. Like she's sitting next to a new guy who's trying to get time with her, who's been waiting all day. And she brings our boy back and is like, oh, come on in. Yeah. But then tells the other guys who are trying to cut in. Oh, it's getting late. I can't. Stuff like this over and over. Then she has a separate group date. There's a a rose at every one of these things, right? Where she can give somebody, whoever is her favorite on that group date, she'll give a rose. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. She doesn't give a rose out. You know what this little bee did? She gives it to herself. To herself. I've never. (laughs) How self-centered do you have to be? To be like, oh, you know, I've ignored everyone all day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to honor myself. I'm going to dedicate this rose to me because I deserve it. She's just making up her own rules, doing her own selfish thing. But then on the last one, this new girl pops up out of the water. So I'm guessing that her and Crush Boy go do whatever they're going to do. And this new girl becomes the new bachelorette because these guys are talking about, well, we should, let's just leave. Like, why are we here? She's already made up her mind. We're just wasting our time at this point. So I think, I don't know. I think maybe they bring in a new one. Fine by me. I think the thing about it is, you know, these people, this season was so delayed with COVID. So it's delayed months. They're all in sequester because of COVID for, you know, just these extra amounts of time. And then they come in to do this. And I mean, this is how she treats them. It's just really, ugh. But I'm beginning to see why she's 39 and still single. Okay. (laughs) Because she thinks a lot about herself. Not sure if she's whatever happened with the whole thing, if she's regretting these decisions, because apparently she is no longer the bachelorette. (laughs) It's like the first bachelorette who bacheloretted herself right out of there. What a waste. I feel so sorry for these guys. What about the guys that she kicked off already? Like, do they get to come back and see if they have a connection with the new girl? Hmm, interesting premise. But good luck to all involved. Oh, you guys, speaking of TV, 
I have a new reason to feel guilty. <laughs> okay, so uh, back uh, a year or two ago, this show, Bless This Mess, came out. You may know it. It had Dak Shepard and Lake Bell. Basically, they were this New York couple. He was from or had family or a farm in Nebraska, and they decided to leave New York and go be farmers. And hilariousness ensues. Okay, so I had checked it out once, like when it first came out, and it was cute or whatever, but I don't know what else I was watching at the time, but it was far more important, I felt. I think it had one more season, but then it got canceled. Well, I have been watching the show, Bless This Mess. It is the cutest. Do you ever watch a show and you get so attached to the characters? Like, you really care what is happening to them. You feel like if you had their number, you would call them right now and be like, what up? Well, that's how I feel about the characters in Buck Snort, Nebraska. Okay. And I feel guilty because I didn't do and I didn't do my part to keep the show going. Now, I realize I'm whatever I did, I wouldn't have changed the decision to cancel it or not. But you know what I mean? I I let myself receive it too late. Do you think we could bring it back? Could we start a movement? I mean, that could happen sometimes, right? You should check it out. I'm watching it on Hulu. You should really look that up. So I just want to offer my heartfelt apologies to Dax and Lake for letting you down. I am sorry. I am sorry I didn't do more when I had the chance. I am very sorry. I was fiddling through the settings on Facebook the Facebook, and I found a new setting that I find mm, very weird, but very necessary, and I've actually wondered about. So it's called the memorialization setting, and it is if you pass, you can assign someone to take over your account, or you can choose to just deactivate your account um, in your death. Now, I don't know how they know when you die or not, but maybe it tells you when you get more into it. I don't know. But I was like, because I always wondered, so many accounts I bet are just left bare because people are dying. And then, like, what if you found your lost love on Facebook and you were like, oh, I'm sending messages and they didn't respond. And you were like, oh, they must not be into me or whatever. And they're just dead. I don't know. We need we need to include social media accounts in our wills. (laughs) That's so funny. Okay, so you're going to be in charge of dad's Facebook account when he dies. That's that's going to be your job. Crazy, crazy things. Life is expensive, y'all. I know you know it. We all know it. Um, I don't like to talk about money too much just because I don't have any, and the conversation usually takes kind of a downward, ooh, sorry, like people, ooh, sorry for you. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you know, you know how it is. Broke and rolling, I can own it. Rolling broke, okay? But a lot of people can't. And I feel like those are the people that are like trying to keep up with the Joneses. And I don't get that. I mean, I get it, but I don't really get it. It's, it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself when you don't make as much money as somebody else, but to appear like you do. And I actually think that, I, I dare to say most people we know do this. It's like they can't afford the things that they have. It's all a show. Another reason I only talk about money is because it's you say the wrong thing and it comes out judgmental and you didn't mean it that way. So I I don't know. I may talk about it. I may not. I haven't decided, I guess. My point here is that life is so 
expensive. Just just living a life, okay? Before you go have any fun or do anything that takes more money, life living is so expensive. And I don't understand how people have extra for all the non-essentials that they partake in. But I mean, just to pay, you know, roof over your head and eat and fill up the gas tank. It's like, okay, that was fun. (laughs) That's why our uh, entertainment budget is the Netflix subscription because everything's so expensive. I think I'm going to do a video on this. That might be fun. You know what? I do actually have a segment for, you may be young now, but 40 gonna getcha. <laughs> I do. So I was making dinner the other night and my husband was uh, sitting in the kitchen with me and we were talking. Well, we were trying to have a conversation while I did dinner, but I can't focus on two things at once. So I would be talking and then completely lose my train of thought. Also, to be fair, a child would come in every now and then or a dog would need to get let in the house or whatever. So I kept having distractions. But even without that, it's pretty bad. So (laughs) we're sitting there talking and I'm like, okay, where was I? Where was I? Or now who is this? Or I'd look around and be like, what did I do with the chicken? And he's like, it's right there on the counter. Oh, and I, I, there were, you know, those moments where you look at your, whoever you're talking to and you're like, oh. That's really bad. There were about 15 of those moments in this 30-minute conversation. And <laughs> I said, I may need to look into some supplements. <laughs> I'm getting really worried. I mean, there were so many times he would just look at me and laugh. He, because, oh, the other thing, too, is I have to he- heavily edit these because when I'm speaking, I will take like a 15-second pause because I can't think of the word I'm looking for or I don't know. It's just it's built into my rhythm now. But I'm a very slow talker. I would be sitting there and he would just and I pause to think of the word and he would just start laughing in my face. And it kind of hurt my feelings after a while, but it also very much alarmed me. So I'm currently looking into (laughs) brain boosters. (laughs) I think I need some help. But just remember, you may be young now, but 40 gonna getcha. Mm-hmm, girl. So I think that's gonna do it for us for episode five. Honestly, I have to pee. So I'm gonna (laughs) wrap this up. And as always thank you for listening we would absolutely love it if you left a five-star review and kind words would be so appreciated as well don't forget to join us on social media at instagram or on the facebook my sign off phrase i still haven't haven't nailed one down so we're just gonna stick stick with what what we got what we know if your life wasn't a mess you'd probably be dead. (laughs) Thanks for listening. See you next episode.